Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. As your no-sir crew goes on a little deep dive in a ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels leg of one sin. It's a fractured Jojo. Oh, it's fractured of sin. As we're Too soon. as we're, we're the, on the go go home show for the Royal Rumble for Monday Night Raw. Let's get into it. But first, I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Roasting Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. There it is. And the cho 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 chosen one, Mike Poole. Now, Big Vito is no longer the only one with a 43-inch rod. So, how about that? There it is. Saving that all day, <laughs> huh? Actually, I just thought about that. Awesome. I wrote down Sid's stat, but just thought about the other thing. There it is. So... We're going to go with Monday Nitro on <laughs> January 15th, 2001 in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Boo. Commentary team is one, Tony Schiavone and Scott Hudson. Didn't they, um, wasn't that a home of an original NBA franchise? Fort Wayne? Probably. I think so. An NBA team? I don't know why I thought, no, NBA. Oh. Like back in the 40, late 40s. Uh-oh. I don't know why I thought of that. But for some reason, when I heard Fort Wayne, I was like, original NBA team? Maybe. There were a bunch of weird towns that had original NBA teams. I mean, you weren't traveling. You weren't traveling past, uh, you know, Iowa. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, we still show off the recap of Sin of Goldberg losing, and uh, what happened after the, what what happened after the main event, and uh, then what happened after the show of ce- this Flair celebrating with totally buffed. Scott Steiner, Jeff Jarrett, <laughs> nice and wrote, Flick Flair's a heel. You don't say an animal. <laughs> So, what I found out in my research, and probably Corey knew this too, but this spot here, them celebrating, was supposed to happen in the ring. Yeah. Uh, there was other stuff happening. But yeah. because of that, yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, an audible. and then we go to, we go to commentary. <laughs> Guys, Goldberg's career is over. Also, Sid Brooks' leg. But Goldberg's no longer. That's how they put it. I know, it's exactly how they're like, <laughs> well, you know. So. This well, well, what of you can how you can harbor without throwing this, up. This <laughs> this moment here has haunted me for over twenty one goddamn years. If you have any children and if you're squirmish, please leave the room now, uh, because we're going to show Sid breaking his leg in slow motion and in multiple angles. Now, I said to bring it up. Yep, I'd bring it up. Yep, I will defend them showing it one time. In real time. I didn't need the zoom-in cuts. I didn't need the telestrator breaking. I didn't need that shit. But because the pay-per-view audience did not see what happened, I thought it made sense to show it. Because we did not see what happened. We just saw that when they came back from the backstage cut, Sid was laying in the ring with a a broken leg. So I will defend them showing it one time. I just like that there was clarification. Vince, you coward. For Owen? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you guys got that immediately. There it is. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah. I was uh, living with my friend and his family at the time. I mean, uh, it's a rough watch. And it's rough. We got home from both working. We were off by like 10:30 or so. Nope. And you know, we were home and we're like, "Oh, cool, we can catch the Nitro replay." So we turned it on, 
And yeah, I heard Sid broke his leg. He's like, this will be weird. I wonder if they talk about it. And then they, they open up by showing it. We're just sitting there like, oh. and his mom walks through the room and she's like, <laughs> we're like, yep. And his little brother, I mean, little, he was like 17. We were like 20. So, I mean, you know what I mean? But he was like, I thought that shit was fake. <laughs> He's like, that don't look fake. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you. My leg is hurting already. <laughs> and I can tell you where I was. I lived in a house. Wow. Humble brag. Humble brag. Uh, I lived in a house, and we were watching. My me. box had two stories, so you understand yeah, that. Lucky you. I was in a one-story house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on my friend's couch. <laughs> Oh, you had a couch. That's cool. So you guys win. That's cool. Congratulations, guys. You win. Cool. Fuck a hell. I had beanbags. Not even the chair. Just a pile of beanbags. A week before, no, I, I was, had a pile of beans. There it is. A week before, full disclosure, I was actually spending the night at Denny's all night just to not. It's be a grand cold. slam right there. <laughs> no, I could only afford yeah, a cup. Of, I could only afford coffee. Oh, it was a wow. Rough, it was a rough stretch. Well, I, had, I had the free water, so oh, you yeah, know, yeah, I said coffee. Yeah. Just get the water while you're there, dude. Oh, I try not to fall asleep and look like I'm. Attentive, like because they were like, "How many times did you go?" Oh, I'm still looking at the menu. She knew what was going on. Oh, if okay. it was the one waitress, she knew yeah. the score. Yeah, but want the big titties? <laughs> no. The parrot on the shoulder. Got what it. do we have? What's happening? The parrot that? on the shoulder. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I thought my comment was weird. What? Don't worry about that. But anyway, I was at my house. I was a young. Uh, it's not a food handler's violation. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Does Denny's have food? <laughs> it's a grand slam, dude. Come on. Uh, I was... Here's your breakfast sampler with free bird shit. (laughs) (laughs) You wanted mayo, right? There you go. Polly wanted crepe? (laughs) Polly gave you a cracker, all right. Uh, So I was in my... Is that racist? (laughs) No. So I was in my family room, and I was watching it with my... In a family room? Yeah. I'm in palatial estates over here. Jesus. Uh, I'm feeling worse and worse about my lot in life. More Joe Talks. Thank you. Uh, It's like I was sitting in my gold bathtub watching my mounted television. (laughs) I was playing with my Power Rangers toys. Is that what you call it? (laughs) Yeah. It's morphin' time. It's morphin' time. time. When he said morphin' time, leave him alone. I I called him Megazord. I was the gold ranger at the time, if you know what I mean. Anyway, I was watching. I was a. I was a good old thirteen-year-old, and I remember watching this with my brother, who's two years younger than me. And I, this is like the part that scarred me. Like I talked about it on the pay-per-view, but how the, like the Sid yeah. stuff scarred me. But this is the spot. Like this is it. I'll be honest. I'm surprised they only showed it once throughout the night. I thought in my head, in my head. If they showed it multiple times throughout the whole night. Oh no, they they blew their load way at the Wait, beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a good call. You, yeah. get, you get it over with and then move yeah. on. But this, spot, I will come back from every commercial break with just an image. <laughs> I just leave it on the big screen in the back. But this spot here, just like, yeah, I'm done. Like it scarred the shit out of me. So, it, and I'll be honest, I turned WCW off. I mean, it reminded me of the Buff thing, right? Where lost they just, the viewer. Or they just kept showing it. It, I turned it off. I legitimately turned it off because I thought the whole rest of the night they're going to show it. Yeah, well, I could see that. It's like it just. I it should have just kept showing it over the next twenty. And, minutes. and I remember, <laughs> and I should have. And I remember. <laughs> and I remember. I, I recall uh, one of like the Bischoff. I was pods, and they brought up Sin, and they brought up the next night, and he was just like, "Don't fucking show it." You, you know, he was pissed about them showing it. He would have done it too. He's, yeah. he's a lying piece of shit. He'd have been totally all over it. Yeah. Uh, and then they were like, hey, 
Raw, you don't have the uh, you don't have the copyright on boring twenty five ass minute ass opening promos. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. As <laughs> we get a funeral now, as Totally Buffed comes out, as it's a funeral for Goldberg. Uh, so hold on, before we get to that, so yes. I just, so I do want to bring up. So like they said that uh, Sid had a forty three inch steel rod, and it was like I was like, how big is your fucking leg, dude? Jesus Christ. Right, 43-inch, Jesus. God damn, that is a big fuck. <laughs> right? I think winter goes for Sid these days. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Because... <laughs> that change of weather. Yeah, five feet is 60 inches. <sighs> it's almost a four-foot like, fucking uh, steel like, rod. That's like my leg. And just his leg. That's like my ankle to like my <laughs> hip, maybe. Oh, my God. But Jesus. Rough days ahead for Sid. Yeah. Uh, as they it's bring a rough play softball. <laughs> That's done. He's probably a catcher. That's and a done. Yeah, yelling behind the plate for... <laughs> Some stand. Um, we get a... Co- What's the strike zone when your catcher's 6'10"? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yes. That's <laughs> Sid catching behind Aaron Judge. <laughs> uh, so we have a funeral for Goldberg for Totally, totally Buff. They bring in a coffin, and oh. as Goldberg's book... A sledgehammer and a spear inside. Get it? All right, we got it. Okay. Good. Uh, Luger talks about how it's a crime that Goldberg has lost. Goldberg says that their boss is going to look into it and find out who was the ones that did the job. <laughs> Luger talks about how there, there will be no one, no other person like Goldberg and there won't be another streak like his. As when the crowds would chant Goldberg, they're like, yeah, yeah, give it up for him. Yeah. Buff talks, but he says how he's going to miss him. Uh, Luger asks if there's anyone that would like to talk about Goldberg, and Jeff Jarrett instantly comes out. Jarrett lays down his guitar like a bouquet of flowers <laughs> on top of the <laughs> casket. That was awesome. Uh, commentary's pissed off about this segment, how it won't end. Uh, Jarrett wants to share a special memory of Goldberg, and that's the fact that Goldberg, that since they've been working together, Goldberg, Goldberg has never, be- never beaten Jarrett. Ain't he great? You know what I you know what I've discovered since he came to WWE in late '99 that I never noticed before. I really enjoy Jarrett's low key snarkiness. Yes, some guys are over the top with it, but I enjoy the low key snarkiness, like yep. the placing the guitar on the fucking flash flowers. So good, yeah. Uh, Luger brings out Scott Steiner. Steiner gave uh, Sid a way to walk out, but he didn't listen, and <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's hurt. He's ju- he he didn't listen, so he's just like Booker T and Sting. They got hurt. Also, if Medeja wants to go ahead and keep wearing that chain mail on her head, I'm fine with that. The grieving, but like the grieving, grieving and, ball, and nothing else. Yeah. Oh. Hey now, uh, Steiner might not have hurt Goldberg, but Fall Brawl he beat him, and there won't be a rematch. <laughs> God damn! Steiner opens the coffin, spits in it. Goldberg's music hits. And we cut back, and it turns out to be Ric Flair and Animal coming out to Goldberg's music. I thought that was a nice touch, actually. But don't worry, guys. We're going to go to commercial break. Uh, when we come back, Flair's in the, already in the ring, and uh, Flair welcomes everyone to the new WCW. As in, in one night, the Insiders lost, Goldberg lost, and Sid broke his leg. Everyone in the ring will run the sport of wrestling. Flair says that Steiner's the greatest champion ever, and he's the man that broke Sid's leg. That's kind of how he said it. He actually said it was uh, Steiner. Anyway, 
Whatever. He was gassed he like was a gassed mother. Already. I was like, you're cutting a promo, dude. Jesus. Uh, Almost like 2014 Chris Jericho. Flair uh, brings up that he will be interviewing people uh, in the back to see if they can reach their level, and if not, they might have to deal with one of the men in the ring. Uh, This brings out Kevin Nash. Nash says that he's not on his team. Nash says that he left Big Sexy behind, and he brought the killer tonight, and he wants Steiner. You know how I knew Nash was here? was when the crowd motherfucking exploded for that music. Yeah. That's what we call it, Pop. Holy shit. And I, you know what? It doesn't happen often, but I like the times he turns on like serious. Serious? I like it. It I, is, uh, it's when Triple H is at his best, when he's just serious, tri- right? like angry Triple H. Yeah. It's this. It's like, we were, you watched it too. I forgot what he missed the joke. But, uh, it's from Botchamania, and it's uh, side by side, and it's Nash and, I mean, Diesel and Bret Hart. And Diesel's like, hey, oh, man. He cracks him. Crack pops him. Like, yeah, I've been thinking of your long legs, but how many get you in the sh-? It's like, not as long as, like, are you thinking of? It's some chick I've never some heard chick of. Some chick I've but. never heard of. But, like, I watched that with the producer, and that popped her pretty hard. And they both laughed. Yeah. popped Brett. Yeah. So Nash uh, says he brought the killer. As Flair says, like, well, you're alone, buddy. And Nash's like, well, I'm not alone. And he brings out DDP and Rick Steiner. Nash wants the title match tonight. Uh, Flair says, well, you can't make the matches, and this brings up the cat. The cat asks the fans if they want the match between Steiner and Nash. They say yes. And, and he says, give me a yeah. I'm like, okay, hmm. guys. So, and he, the cat has spoken. As tonight, our main event is Kevin Nash versus Scott Steiner for the uh, WCW I title. actually enjoyed this entire opening segment. I thought it was really good. I liked it. I was just like, wow, they went just as long as one they of those went, regular Nitro or went, ones. I'm went, fine with it. They went 25. I thought it was real entertaining the entire entertaining. time. It was an entertaining 25. And so like, the, do you know why? Luger because and Buff were fucking great here. Jarrett, is, I mean, Jarrett, so he's Jarrett, great at everything I, he does. Laying the fucking flowers. I love it. That even Flair, I could, was great. Even Flair, I could tolerate here. Like, I mean, we talked about it for a month. He had negative charisma. Yeah. Finally, he got to be Rick fucking Flair. He just couldn't breathe. Right. That was weird. That was weird, but... Uh, the reason it was better than the Raw openings that go that long is because stuff happened. Well, and they don't do it every fucking week. Yeah, but, like, things happen. Most weeks, even if they make a match, it's like it takes so long for Vince to say, oh, in this, in this very, very ring tonight in Who the Cincinnati, hell do you think you are? It'll yeah. be. And then he gives the nickname, and then uh, it's like... Fuck, man. Right. This was more fast. This it was. Shit happened. It was. Uh, we go back. So when we come back, we're backstage with Flair talking to Crowbar. Flair wants to know if Crowbar wants to be a team player. Then Crowbar basically does the Terry Funk speech he did like a week ago to Flair. And then he's like, well, I'm just a loner, but I, I idolize you, Rick. And then Rick says, you know, I'll give you time to think about it. I liked Rick here because he was like, look, you don't have to do that hardcore garbage crap. Yep. I know you can work. Prove it and come be on our team. Then we get... And, and I have a thought on that when we get to his match later. Right. It's yeah. about next. But what bugs me about this is no photo stills. We get footage. They don't care anymore. It's I just, dying. you know. Footage. 2001 here. Of Sin, of Chavo, and Shane Helms. As our next match is for the Cruiserweight Championship, Chavo Guerrero Jr. versus Crowbar. <laughs> bothered me about this was the announcers talking like Devin Storm can't wrestle. 
Like, oh my god, he knows moves. I'm like, motherfucker, this motherfucker's better than 95 percent of your fucking roster, is dude. Is that and like, is he? He just the does cruiser? the hardcore shit to get on television. It's like, yeah. it's like, is, is that and is he part of the? Is he even the cruiserweight size? Uh, who cares anymore? Like, you don't want to start stacking talent versus talent against Crowbar, dog. You'll you'll lose a lot of those they're, arguments they're real quick. <laughs> I will admit he's. He's close to the top size of cruiserweight. Yeah. I, he's still a cruiserweight. It's kind of like a Lance Norwich cruiserweight. Like, yeah. Okay. You're about 240, but okay. Not too sure he's yeah. cruiserweight. Yeah, we'll, call it, we'll call it good. I mean, like, I mean, Oklahoma was cruiserweight. It's a bit you know. like Shingo in the New Japan. Oklahoma was 350 at least. Heavyweight division. You're like, uh, okay. Did, I, I know it's way off topic, but I'll just bring it up now since you thought of Shingo. I'm going to Great Ocon. Do you see the video of him? Yep. Uh, one of the Aussie Open guys is knocked down the corner. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. The great Ocon is just waving a towel on him to fan him off, and everything. Like it's Will Osprey going like retreating the video, going like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> Did Omega retweet that Osprey tweet? Not probably. Great Ocon is a national treasure for Japan. He's, he's, he should be celebrated everywhere. Everywhere. Drop the kid. But for this match, Jesus. for this match, Chavo with a head scissor takedown. Crowbar with a the kid. springboard the kid. moonsault. He also has a DVD. Crowbar goes to the top rope, Frankenstein, but Chavo holds the ropes. Chavo goes to the Sinedo DDT, but Crowbar throws him away. Crowbar back by drops Chavo, and then Chavo leg, legs lands on the rope. Commentary has to make their first Sid's reference of the night. Is that could have been close to breaking it. Uh, Crowbar runs and jumps off the apron and hits a splash. Crowbar grabs a chair and going to set it up on the outside, but Chavo springboards the outside and slams Crowbar's face into the chair. That was a cool spot. Chavo brings in Crowbar and hits the Brain Buster for the win. Chavo's having a nice little run. I mean, it's not, you know, setting the world on fire, but it's by no means shitty. It's uh, he's, And he has stabilized and put a name on the Cruiserweight title. Yeah. Which needed it. Because he treats it seriously. Yeah. Uh, we see... Uh, also, it wasn't handed to him. That helps, too. So we, we see... There's that. We see Tully buffed... Talking with Bam Bam, asking if he wants to join WCW, the new WCW. And I was like, well, no, they didn't say new. They just kept saying, uh, no. I was like, join us. He's in WCW. You need to differentiate. You want to join us in, in the new WCW? I can't believe they didn't capitalize on the positive press in late 2000. They could have brought him back as a baby face. Yep. After saving those kids in the fire. What now? In the apartment complex that he lived in in late 2000. There was a fire, and Bam Bam Bigelow rushed in and saved a bunch of children. Because he blends in with the fire. Yeah, you know. Oh, well. Can't even tell. He's, he's probably wearing his gear, and the gear fire, the fire, yeah. fire doesn't burn him. You know what I'm talking about? So he, he literally went in and saved a bunch of children. And they never even brought it up. Like, he just came back as a heel. I mean, losing matches on TV. If like, Goldberg had gotten a frisbee out of trade, that motherfucker would have a national goddamn parade. But. Well, remember Goldberg, what's the Goldberg and the. Pet adoptions and so oh, yeah, yeah, like I'll kill you if you don't adopt these animals. This guy fucking saved little innocent children in a fire and can't get any rub on it at, at work. But don't worry, he, he's that's called cool. kick my heart in the face. Bam Bam's so, a team player and Bam that. Bam's Bam Bam's all in. We get footage. Wait, is Bam Bam all elite? Maybe we get dumb footage of Sin and what Chavo and Shane Holmes because this frustrates me. That's not photo stills. And it's a good thing this is ending. He's. Things are changing and Joe don't like change. I don't like change. You are it grinds my gears. And, and not what photo world is actual footage worse than photo stills? <laughs> this fucking guy. In Joe's world. In Joe's world. Damn God it. damn it. As our next match is three count of Shane Helms and Shannon Moore versus the filthy animals of Kidman and Ray. Yeah, I mean, I saw that. Yeah, I'm all right. 
I was like, give me this. Yes, please. Uh, Kidman with a springboard leg drop. Ray and Kidman do a double pop-up choke slam. Oh, you saw. Oh, fuck. I sh- we got talking about something else like on the pay-per-view war stories. Conan had his motherfucking working shoes on. That motherfucker's trying to get a job somewhere. Yeah, he, he sees the writing. Well, that motherfucker's auditioning because he went all out at that pay per view. shape he's in? Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker sees what's going on. Smart. Dude, he's, he is working now. But remember, they didn't bring him in because K Dog called and they didn't know who K Dog well, was. Well, not they. Bruce Pitcher's an idiot. Yeah, that's it. Uh, three count with a double, well, you know. pa- double power bomb. All the men do. There's, uh, Her name is Low Locust. Checks out. Uh, all the men do some type of Lullicus. springboard move to the outside. Shane Helms ends it with his frog splash onto everybody. Kidman with a top rope Frankensteiner. Kidman hits Search the... Ki- okay. Kidman hits the Kid Crush for the win, but the music hits before the three count. Uh, awesome. <laughs> he didn't get out. Uh, awesome runs down and gets in the, get into it with Kidman. Team Canada comes out and outnumber the Filthy Animals. Lance Storm challenges Kidman to a hair versus hair match yeah. between Kidman and Mike Awesome. Thanks, Lance. And they accept. As Kidman says, let's do it now. I'm like, no, no, we'll do it later. I uh, I was like, there is <laughs> there's no chance Kidman's losing that match. <laughs> Got a better chance of Hulk Hogan being a luchador. I give him credit for doing it, though. So, yeah, bait, well, except for usually you build it up for a week from yeah, now. Yeah, you know, it's not to, usually. Not yeah. tonight. Well, over last night, I don't know where he just grabbed scissors and tried to cut his hair. You're like, I mean, it's obviously set. What are you, Brutus? Fucking Brutus? The fuck is this? First of all, I love Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Can you read that story? Joey Janela tried to hire him during one of those fucking goof shows he does to cut the hair of the Invisible Man. And Brutus is like, that's fucking stupid, and I would never do that. What what the fuck's your problem? And now Joey Janela went on a whole hate filled speech about how he hates Brutus Beefcake and shit. So, I. I Are respect you? Joey for, for asking because that's a fucking hilarious bit. <laughs> but I respect Buddhist for like, nah. What are you? No, you want me to cut it. the hair of an invisible guy? I, <laughs> for once, am on nobody's side. <laughs> I see both sides and both were right. <laughs> well, Joey didn't take it well and went on a hate well, film Well, I mean, Nutella gets his feelings hurt a lot. He's like Eddie Kingston that way. Fat piece of shit. Uh, that's right, Eddie. It's that Cry funny thing. It. It's that funny thing. It. Like, I, I'm with you that I respect both men. Like, hey, want to do this? And he's that's like, no, such that's a stupid. great but question. I honestly but say I, I can, respect Joey Janela. But I can picture I, that. I respect the question. I respect, I respect the question. Joey Janela. <laughs> I, I like the idea of seeing Brutus cut his hair and like throw it up in the air like, yeah, I got it. But, you know, invisible. Uh, we go backstage with the cat and Chronic as Chronic's telling the cat that he needs to pay them. And he's like, hey, it's fine. I'll, I don't have the money now, but I can pay you in two weeks. And he's like, they're like, well, give us a title shot for the matches, and we're even. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. But he's like, I'll pay you later. Pay it's you a fair trade. I'll pay you in a week or two. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Just give us the title match. That's fine. We're even. That's Their faces are willing to do one for free. Yep. And then we Baby see te- then we see Team Canada beating up Kidman. That checks out. We go backstage with Ric Flair talking with Chava. <laughs> Kevin's really not losing now. He's on the match. Yep, it's uh, one of my favorite WWE things ever. Uh, as Flair, you need a match later. Come on, we're gonna beat the fuck out of you. Sorry, Kidman's beat up, so let's find out what happens later on tonight. Later, Flair's talking to Chavo, wanting him to be part of the team. As uh, Chavo, well, he's he, going for anybody. Then. He likes his the direction he's going, and uh, Chavo, he's just he's just recruiting cruiserweights. <laughs> yeah, he's the king of the cruiserweights. Flair being smart, he's like, look, I get it. Take it some time. Think about it. It's a big decision. Come back to me. Yep. 
Yeah, I used to fight with your dad. Don't worry just, about you it. Know what? Sleep on it. Yeah. Well, I used to beat your dad all the time, and then we we're just hand, you know handshake after and all that. <laughs> you know. Feel a little dig there at the yeah. end. A little dig. To, you know, I used to beat your dad all the time. But we your dad used to be a jobber to me, but yeah, say, you know, I respect you. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, then Mike Sanders shows up, and he well, had, no, we don't. He and he, then he wants to make sure that there's no hard feelings. And Flair's like, "Hey, man, there's nothing. There's no." I was like, "Who I get are you? It. You're a young guy trying to climb up the business, and you're just trying to." Take your shot, and you know you failed, but hey, it's fine. It's fine, you know. But I, I see what you, I see, I see what you're doing, and I like it. So I want to teach you to become the next dirtiest player in the game. Well, now, how did you take this promo? I took it as Flair is just setting this bitch up. Yes. He's going to use yeah. and abuse the thrillers oh, yeah. for all they're worth. Oh yeah, you don't mean a goddamn word of this. Oh, without. But it looks like he's got him hook, line, and sinker somehow. Like, Rick Flair is the horseman without being the horseman and just right? has yes. 55 lackeys to <laughs> yeah. do his bidding. Yep. I, I uh, caught this of the fact of like, yeah, he's just going to use you. This like, reminds me of uh, when Mike Sanders is trying to use Jeff Jericho's car. He's like, no, use it. She's like, motherfucker, don't touch my shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then, and then Flan- uh, Sanders brings up, hey, what about the title match between with my boys and Chronic? And Flair's like, don't worry about that. I got that under control. Oh, that match? I don't know about that. Yeah. It's to me. It's like I don't know what the name of this faction is going to be yet, but whatever they are, the Thrillers have now become the NWO B team. Yep. To oh, these guys, one hundred percent. Who's second in command of the Thrillers? It's not it's probably Stasiak. I was hoping not. Stasiak's Palumbo? in charge, huh? Ooh, I would say Palumbo. Definitely not O'Hara. For that promo, not O'Hara. He's a sicko. <laughs> that guy Reno. Yeah. Yes, yeah. definitely that guy. That guy Reno. Reno. Uh, so we have that, and then we go see Tully Buff talking to General Erection about joining the team or your team player. And he was like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Then we see footage from Sin of Chronic helping the Cats as our next match is Chronic versus the Natural Born Thrillers, Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Uh, Brian Clark does a somersault off the apron, <laughs> a cannonball. Andre Palumbo on the outside. So, so there's that. So, Smalt's a big dude landing on uh, Palumbo. Yep. All right. Uh, Adams does a full Nelson slam on O'Hare for a two count. Uh, Chronic uh, hits high time, but the pin's broken up. Then the other thrillers come out to attack Clark. Adams hits a superplex on Palumbo. O'Hare hits the shot on after Adams lands after the superplex for the win. Um, so, retaining the thrillers. We go backstage with the doctors checking on Kidman, saying he can't wrestle, and Conan's like, "All right, I'll take your place." Uh, Who <laughs> was it immediately? Was like, "You ain't got no hair." Uh, Rick, I believe. It'll be, it'll be next segment here. As, but no, uh, someone standing no, someone right in there. The ring, oh, in the, the, the ring did it, uh, or in the locker room. So he said, "I'll take the place." Someone's no, like, you so ain't somebody, got no, no hair. somebody else said, it, and then oh. Ray was like, "It's fine. He'll just put his hair up anyways." <laughs> so then later, like Rick makes a storyline that we already knew. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, thanks, guys. Uh, we go back. Uh, we go backstage with the Thrillers as O'Hare's asking them, "Why the hell did you guys get involved in our match?" The four, the four of them begin to argue until that guy Reno and Sanders shows up to break them apart. As Sanders says, "That guys, Flair's in charge, and we have to show him that we are team players." Oh. And then Shivani brings up that this is the first time we have dis- dissension. Is there trouble in Jock Paradise between the Thrillers? 
So, uh, I hope not. It's, well, they clearly separated from the Varsity 2 into the JV 2. So, I mean, like... So, our next match, guys, is Conan versus Mike Awesome in a hair versus hair match. <laughs> you heard However, that. <laughs> you heard that right. However, Ric Flair shit comes up on the Tron and goes, Hey, Conan, you ain't got no hair, so... Uh, it's going to be Kidman's hair on the line. Yes, yeah, Kidman's this hair is on fantastic. the line. So who won that match with Kidman and Mike Awesome, Mike Conan? Mike Conan. What? <laughs> yeah. WCW, everybody. For years, it was like, well, you know, they once had Conan in a hair match, so it doesn't matter. And a coat? And a hair match. Anyone. Oh, God damn it. I guess I shouldn't read the card then if you guys just, you know. But I digress. Uh, awesome with the belly-to-back suplex. Awesome hits Conan with a chair on the outside. Awesome sets up the steel steps and jumps off them, but Conan hits Awesome with a chair. Uh, Conan with a face buster for two. <laughs> awesome hits the top rope frog splash for two. Awesome goes for another run, but Conan hit climbs the turnbuckle and hits the a top rope <laughs> DDT for the win. Did you like during the middle of this match for the guy that's presumably from Canada, facing the guy from Mexico. There was a loud USA chant. Like, yeah. um, nope. Morons. Try again. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. I mean, uh, oh, is the match over? Yeah, match wins. DDT uh, from the top rope, and then uh, Conan starts to cut the hair of Awesome until Team Canada comes out and chases off Conan. Not the mullet. It was needed. Yeah. He's joining Team Canada. It's a more serious push. Uh, it's It's time. Um, and you do want to try to make it used to be money you could make off a hair versus hair match set it up for the next time you're in town and not, people not, come not 30 minutes later then ratings but yeah you do it the same night I'm trying to remember the last time they did a hair versus hair in any of the major companies is I mean hold on they did a mask versus hair with Punk and Rey Mysterio um, hair versus hair edge and angle that was O two, but oh three, oh three they did Nash and Jericho. Mm-hmm. They set it up for a week, and then the next week on Raw they got a rating out of a hair versus hair match there with Jericho taking his hair, so he can go from the Punisher, and then Ma- stabbed, real life stabbing, and just finish the scene, because yeah, Kevin Nash is tough. Uh, yeah, the Punk and Mysterio recently. Uh, I know AEW did one, but it was for on uh, Dark. No, they did one on Dynamite with Jericho and Ortiz. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I'm thinking of um, the guy that's no longer with them, um, Jeff Brody Hardy. Oh. Jeff Hardy. That's not part of AW. Not um, the guy that the lime green light guy with the Jack sh- Evans. Jack Evans. He, Jeff Hardy. He, yeah, Jack Evans lost his haircut. Lost his. Yeah, hair, I remember so, that. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. So to set up the mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, we go backstage with Chavo. We're talking with General Rection as uh, wa- he wants to be good. He wants to be good. Like, Rection's hey, kind of a dick. Let's, uh, yeah. There it is. He's a dick. That was unintentional, but I don't yeah, I'm glad you. I did it. I don't believe it at all. <laughs> Rection says, though, he has some stuff that he has to talk about and think about. And uh, oh. that's, a, that's a funny bone moment. As then we see a Team Canada telling awesome. So. Violence, motherfuckers! There it is. <laughs> Uh, we see Team Canada talking. My champion. Yeah, so Rection is talking, like, just like, fuck you, basically. And then we see Team Canada telling Awesome that it's not over between Man. them and the... Figure once the cameras got, he called out all kinds of racial names. He was so angry at Chavo. Good you thing we... Taco good, eater. Good thing... What? <laughs> good thing we cut. We have footage of Sin bullshit of the cat and Mike Sanders. <laughs> so our next match is the cat with Miss Jones versus Bam Bam. 
Um, Cat doesn't know who he's facing, tells Flair to send their ass out. Um, Bam Bam dominates first part of the match, but then Cat hits the feline kick out of nowhere for the win. As our next dumb footage is from Sin is the franchise versus General Erection. Oh, God. As our next match is Shane Douglas versus General Erection for the no. U.S. title. No, wait a minute. Didn't we already do this? We did. God damn it. Uh, Can we not s- do it again? I can <laughs> skip to the end. That's not how we do things here. What would Jeff Mack think of that action? Uh, 30-minute Jeff should, t- Jeff should uh, call in and tell us. Yeah, he wants tell you us. to break it down and go into even more finite <sighs> detail. Fine. Rection How about says leg? Erection re- climbs the turnbuckle one step at a time, and he misses the top rope Talk leg about drop. He misses the top <laughs> rope leg drop. Douglas yells at the commentary that this is a first blood match. Did <laughs> he just discreet that in the middle of the ring? Yeah. He's like, this is a first blood match. And the commentary is like, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> As then Douglas <laughs> goes for the chain but struggles and Rection military presses Douglas. Uh, then Rection starts to choke Douglas. Ref is trying to get Rection to stop choking until Chavo comes <laughs> out of Rection nowhere. My Rection often chokes me. <laughs> yeah. As Chavo then punches his Rection with, a, uh, with the chain and then Douglas makes the cover for the win. So, still U.S. champion. I mean, the best news is that it clearly looks like we're getting away from that Shane Douglas erection feud. We're yes. going somewhere else to think, fuck. Then we go back. So. It just involves Shane Douglas. Then we go backstage well, you know. with uh, Tanae. Mike Tanae's backstage interview. Yeah. Where's Gene? He gone? No, they go back and forth. Oh, okay. With uh, Rection, as Rection's yelling, uh, he doesn't know what to do now that he doesn't have the title. He's sick. He's sick. He's sick. As he's being tired of uh, being General Erection or Hugh Morris, uh, he keeps yelling that his head hurts, that his head hurts, that his head hurts. And, uh, you know, yeah, he's not happy about it. I was like, is he, was he selling the chain or was he selling like a like a headache? Like, what was he selling? I think he's selling that he's having problems like in a, his head. Like a mental breakdown? Yeah, okay. I mean, he might start laughing pretty soon at some shit. Hey, it's no laughing matter, you know, um, mental health. You know what I'm talking well, about? In this yeah. case it is, at least it's supposed to be. Well, I'm not, well, I w- this won't be a huge reaction for anybody. As we get footage of Sin, and it's just si- Steiner celebrating. Well, you know, you can't yeah. sh- We've already show showed it. the rest of we it. We already showed it. If I were him, I'd have picked, I'd have picked the leg up and put him in a figure four. Snap it back in and figure <laughs> four his ass. Uh, our, our next match is going to be for the WCW Heavyweight title as it's Kevin Nash versus uh, Scott Center. As we get Serious Nash. The main event in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Serious Nash here, folks. Fire on the outside. Steiner low blows Nash with his forehead. <laughs> Just straight uh, up whoosh. I think that's called he tried to suck his dick, <laughs> to be honest. Suck this, suck that, you decide. Uh, <laughs> Steiner's with a rolling... Uh, Steiner with a suplex for a two. Steiner hits a backbreaker. Made him humble. Steiner puts Nash in Whoa. a pretty long uh, backstretch. Like, a pretty <laughs> long backstretch. You know how Steiner, how uh, Jared already says, let's cool the crowd down? That's what they did there. Uh, Nash hits Snake Eyes, hits the big boot, and then go for the jackknife. But then Team Flair comes out. Nash fights them all off until Steiner low blows him. And then DDP, the cat, and Rick Steiner 
and I believe Chronic, if I recall, all came yep. out and yep. uh, we ran out of time, folks. There's a clear delineation here of the babyface side and the heel yep. side. Finally. Yep. Great. Thank God. Uh, crowd was another main event. Very into it. Well, he's a little open. I didn't hate Nitro. I didn't know it either. Uh, I like the new direction. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, besides, I thought it was a good show. Besides the Rection Douglas crap again, I was. But surprised. honestly, I didn't even hate a lot of that, to be honest. And I'm just, I'm happy that it looks like we're losing General Rection in this Misfits in Action crap. So yeah, it's I'll, so out of place. I guess I'll take Hugh Morris back. <laughs> like I'd rather move given up. the choice. Given uh, the choice. Yeah, Hugh Morris, it is. Ah, damn right. I'm not uh, a shark. So I'm let's a go. Man. <laughs> let's go to <laughs> Monday Night Raw in Milwaukee. Milwaukee at the Bradley Center. Wasn't Nitro just here? Yeah. For uh, uh, no, it was. Uh, we were just here ma'am. for something, ma'am. Hmm. For uh, Raw commentary team is one Jr. and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. However, we start the show off with a little package for. Martin Luther King as it's yeah, every fucking year and don't get me wrong I'm all about celebrating Martha, Martin Luther King not yeah. this fucking company but I always find it weird that such a terrible human being like Vince McMahon who has shown very very multiple instances of racist uh, behavior would have Martin Luther King Jr. as his, as his hero which and it's not it's a shoot too like he honestly Martin Luther King Jr. is his hero that makes no like, sense to me does he just, like, respect the way he speaks in public? Because he doesn't agree with his values at all. Right? That's so. the, one of the biggest mysteries. Mysteries. Stuff like, what, what is happening here? Uh, commentary brings up tonight's matches. It's The Rock and Undertaker versus uh, Rikishi and Kane. You, don't, you don't say. Don't say. Austin will be here. Why have The Rock and Taker been married in one way or another since, like, late November? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get into the, the BSK. God. Then uh, we get a recap of Heat to start off about how Ivory has challenged China to a match at the. Sorry, we get a recap of what? Heat. Hmm. It's still around, I guess. Oh, it's around for like eight more years there. As they, uh, as she challenges China to a match at the Royal of Rumbles. But you know what? China won't come in. She's not going to show up. Probably not. Um, Our first match tonight is the Hardy Boys with Alita versus RTC members Val Venus, Stephen Richards, and Ivory. Uh, the Hardys hit the old, uh, as they call it, the old spin cycle on Steven. Is when they pick him up like a wheelbarrow and suplex him on the ground. Steven and with Lawler the, popped so hard for that move. <laughs> oh, my God. Steven with a sidekick to uh, Matt. Matt with a second leg road, uh, second rope uh, leg drop. Uh, Lita with a jumping hurricane rana on Val. Alita spears Ivory. Ivory rolls to the outside, but... Well, spears is a strong word. She ran into her, they fell over. Yes, okay. She ran over, then she rolled out of the ring, and then China comes out to throw back into the ring as then Alita hits the Trista fate for the win, and China gets on the mic and says she's not 100%, but she'll accept that challenge at the Rumble this Sunday. So my question to you guys is, should we have uh, kept that China... Return for the Rumble, not on a Monday night. Well, you have to set, you up set the, the matchup. Match what would you do? Just have Ivory out there for a title match with no opponent? And have China show up? Maybe it's a well, Royal War Animal. You're probably going to watch the pay-per-view anyway, right? 
I already did. Well, oh, that? Yeah, that one. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like... But this company doesn't have a history of just... You know the card before the matches, mm-hmm. before the but show. But it's happens. just that more of like... Uh, Vince is an old school promoter that way. Yeah, I'm just starting to think, like, do you think it would have been... Like, it's the Royal Rumble. It's one of the top, you know, top four at the time. Top four, you know, maybe the second bet favorite pay-per-view they have, right? People will be turning in no, one way or another and just tease China returning at the pay-per-view or I, just... I wouldn't because she doesn't mean a fucking bit for... They are trying <laughs> to see if she'll grab some of that 30 Rock audience. Yeah. Like, I, I, okay. I don't think she brings one extra fucking order in, but you never know. So, yeah, she's... Between the Playboy and the Third Rock, maybe you will. So you try. And her book's coming out. And her book is out. So, I mean, mm. there's plenty of reasons to want to have her name on it. But, uh, if you had to read a book, China's or Goldberg's? Goldberg's. Goldberg's. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Uh, we go backstage. Hers probably comes off as a tragedy. I'm <laughs> reading most of it now. Uh, we see a limo showing up, and it's Stephanie and Triple H. I thought it was Rick Flair. Nope, it's Triple H and Stephanie as we go to the ring with them so now. So it's kind of Ric Flair. Triple H comes out to a theme song. <laughs> I would hope. <laughs> just no entrance at all. Just, here you go. <laughs> just I know what you're dead getting at. Dead silence. I know what you're getting at. It's, it's a new theme song. It's a new theme song. They finally got rid of the 18 variations of It's My Time. and just I, I honestly, I swear, it caught me way off guard. When the music hit, I just start singing along with it, and then like when he's like in the ring, I'm like, "Oh shit!" It's the it's the it's, ass man. It's this the is bam, bam. this is when I knew the end was really near because one of the last benchmarks was this theme showing up, mm-hmm. and now that it's here, I'm like, "Oh my fuck, we are really almost." That timer's on the clock, man. Yeah. Timer's on the screen. It's you know, I am the game. But it, like, and how you play it? But here's the crazy thing about like the theme. It's gone 20 years. Like, he's had the King of the Kings one, but, you know, that's when he does, like, the... Well, I mean, John Cena's at, like, seven fucking teen for that theme song. Uh, you know. But now... But the, <laughs> it's, just, is it, it's just crazy to me, the fact that back then, in this time frame, you have... We, we're we still singing theme songs, and now you go to any current day, you're like, who the fuck's this guy? Is it, it's the same guy, right? No, different guy, same... Th- Whoever does WWE's theme songs now... Suck. I mean, they're the most generic fucking theme songs. You have AEW buying real songs. You have uh, generic theme song one, generic theme song two. And then, you know, Austin's been going 20 plus years with his. Rock's changed his every once in a while. But it's the same. Every once in a while. Every fucking year. That's true. Well, Rock saying, gets Ro- a new one. Rock's at like Rock 18 on my theme. Uh, but like. <laughs> you don't even start the Undertaker. Yeah. Don't even try to count that shit. That's in the 20s. Those numbers haven't been invented. Yeah. But yeah, Triple H comes out to his new theme song, uh, The Game. It's all about the game. By Motorhead. By Motorhead and how you play it. Motorhead sucks. Lemmy sucks. Uh, Triple H saying that the fans were telling him that they want Triple H to finish uh, Austin last week. Uh, Triple H would love to drag Austin down here and beat him up, but he made a promise. He he says if, if he gets in a physical altercation or physically provokes Austin... Uh, he will be out of the. Uh, uh, he just he said he'd leave him alone. Stephanie brings up Vince on the Tron, and Vince is all in his XFL gear, and the giant XFL flag about in the background. Three weeks from that, 
we are in the all of the uh, XFL. Vince says if Austin and Triple H get involved with each other, uh, Triple H will lose his number one uh, contendership mat, uh, number number contendership and out of the Royal Rumble. And if Austin loses, he's out of the Rumble. Period. So we have some stakes here for these guys to uh, not uh, touch each other. I for mean, a maybe week. at one point I sent you guys. I just wrote, "Hurry the fuck." Up. Well, we're going to keep going here a bit. That's how oh, awesome. my God. As Vince brings up Austin getting involved in a six-man tag last week on SmackDown, Vince decides to put him in a you six-man man tag Let's tonight. Let's go ahead and put him in one tonight in that very ring. As it's going to be Austin and them damn Dudley boys. Let me guess. Taking on. Edge of Christian. Yep. Kurt Angle. Yeah, there you go. There it is. Uh, Triple H says that the attention is on Kurt. His attention is on Kurt Angle and becoming champion again. Bullshit. This it's is not. The, this is the most thrown together, haphazard world title match on a major pay per view that I can remember. Yeah, like this is not Armageddon. Where you can just do some bullshit. This is the more Royal Motherfucking Rumble. I know dude. the Rumble sells itself, but you need a world title match that means something. Jesus. They didn't even give Triple H a match till a week and a half before the pay per view. What are we talking about? Kurt gets the belt. You don't matter anymore. Like, Rock got the belt. What he didn't the matter no more. fuck, dude? It's amazing. Triple H King brings up that it's uh, the reason why, again, the reason why Kurt Angle is champion is because Triple H let him because Triple H was focused on somebody else. I have a question, Corey. You. When was the last time the champion being the champion was the main focus of the show? Because you can't even say Austin because his focus was Vince McMahon, not the belt. He's thinking. Triple H last year? When he's feuding with... When the McMahon, Helmsley, Harrow stuff started? When he's feuding with Cactus Jack? I was about the title. It's the last rumble? Yeah, a year ago. So before that, then. Because my Triple H was my thought, maybe. Uh, you'd have to go back to... Because they just do not give a fuck about their champion. You know what? you got to go back to 95, Diesel and Brett. Jesus that was Christ. the focal point. Because 96, Brett and Taker, it was all about Sean and Diesel in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. 97, it was a foregone conclusion. Sean was winning his title back against Sid in the Alamo Dome. Yep. 98, it was all about Tyson and then Austin being in the Rumble. So Sean and Taker didn't have a chance. In 99, it was all about McMahon and Austin meeting in the Rumble. So, yeah. You have to go back to, like, 95. Fucking Christ almighty. It's about six years. All right. Um, <laughs> this company. Triple H sends, like, talks about how Angle... How they number one for 50 years? For 50 years. It boggles the mind. They keep Tri- filling up. Triple H brings up how Angle was always getting himself DQ'd or having his brother get involved in his <laughs> matches. This part was actually funny. I thought that was funny. Are you just essentially saying himself and just... Actually, that was pretty good. Yeah, I, I would never do anything like <laughs> that. JR was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. That threw JR off. Uh, this brings out Kurt Angle, and Angle says, hey, uh, Stephanie, you blew it. You blew it with him. As uh, Angle says that Triple H doesn't have a chance, uh, Donkey Kong has a better shot at winning. The difference between Donkey Kong and Triple H is Angle actually likes Donkey Kong. Uh, A Donkey Kong reference in 2001. That's hip, right? It's actually perfect for Kurt Angle, to be honest. But, oh my god. Triple H, uh, then Kurt Angle brings out Tristratus. Tomb Raider? (laughs) Donkey Kong? Right, yeah. Uh... Mario, at least, you know, some little reason. Jesus. Uh, Kurt Angle brings up Trish Stratish, and she talks about how she likes a man. Who's on, on top. On top. And then Stephanie decides to put Trish in a match against Jackie, and it won't be any ordinary wrestling match, because why in the hell not, as it would be a 
spanking match because she likes to be spanked. Yep. In that very ring. In that very ring tonight. That took about 45 minutes. I was going to make a joke. I was going to say, look, if, if Nitro and Ross started at the same time, by the time this 20-something long-ass promo was done, Nash and Steiner were in the ring to start the main event on Nitro. Yep. That's what it felt like. This would not fucking... Oh, work. my God. But, guys, don't worry. We get a recap of, of SmackDown of Trish telling Vince to spank her, and then we go backstage to Stephanie saying she can't wait to see what tr- what happens to Trish. Triple H is well, trying... I'm guessing to- she gets spanked? Yes. Isn't that the point? Yes. As then Triple H tells Stephanie to calm down and, you know, you're over... Calm your tits. Calm it down. And then Stephanie tells her to, you know, well, I tell you to do that when you're Austin's around, but you don't listen to me, so you need to calm down around Austin. So they're feuding over fighting He's like, over bitch, I'm the man. Yep. Our next match is going to be <laughs> Test. Finally, our second match of the night. Test versus Raven in a hardcore championship match. Test, I'd be remiss if I didn't say Test pulling out the swank WrestleMania 10 diesel uh, chrome alternative tights only I would notice uh, Raven brings the weapons down tests its Raven pay you. with the trash can Raven sprays Tess with the fire extinguisher and then Hardcore Holly and Blackman both come out with their own ref so it's a fatal four way player they uh first of all speaking of fashion oh my god yeah. they tightened Raven by taking away the jean shorts and giving him nice clean leather shorts yeah I hate it. Holly attacks Blackman with multiple trash can <laughs> shots. Uh, Tess hits Blackman with a back elbow from the top rope. Raven goes up the ramp. Tess gives chase. Tess picks up Raven and runs him into the WWF.com sign on the Tron. Raven. Really cool if Kane did that a year ago. Right. Uh, Raven goes to the back. Tess follows Raven. Raven gets a trash can, but Tess gives him a big boot. Raven go, comes, uh, Regal comes out of nowhere and shoves Tess into the wall, and I think he hits him with the European Championship. He does. Okay, he does. And then Raven covers him for the win. Raven <sighs> gets in the car and drives off, and who the hell is driving the vehicle? We said Eric Bischoff. So I have a, maybe a weird take, considering who it is. But I just want to watch a three-way shoot fight between Steve Blackman, Hardcore Holly, and Test. <laughs> Raven doesn't fit here. Nope. Nope. Oh my god, he looks bad. Uh, like Raven portrays like the stuff kind. He's tough, but he's not Blackwood Holly or Test. Like Test was a motherfucking bodyguard from Motley Crue, so you know that's he's psycho. Yeah. And Holly and Blackwood are Holly and fucking Blackman. Yeah. Yeah. Holly is like, I don't fuck with Blackman. Fuck that shit. Let's see him do it. What? Don't worry, guys. Blackman and Holly argue with each other and said, "Hey, let's go finish what we started." You don't got to tell them twice. Yep. <laughs> we see Kevin Kelly with The Rock as Rock talks about his match tonight and how he doesn't trust The Undertaker. Rock has a dream, and the dream is to win, uh, be at the Royal Rumble and be winning the Rumble. First thing I did when this started, I was like, he's going to make some disrespectful ass parody that I have a dream speech. And there it is. There it is. I was like, are we really having him do uh, a fucking I, dream of, I, I have a dream speech parody? So you can well, put could you not put your in testicles in I Have a Dream speech? Can, can we not do that? Yeah. How did Vince allow that? He, he fucking, it's a hero. You want to irritate, it's like, there's very few people that have like cachet in that company, right? Who can tell Vince no. He's one of them. You're a black man, dude. You're just going to do that? You're going to have that white writer, Brian Gortz, giving you this shit? You're like, yeah, that sounds cool. We'll do that. But at the time, 
I think he's blinded by the pop. The Rock wants the pop. Oh my god, dude. What? Got it. Uh, we go backstage with Michael Cole and the Dudley boys. Dudley said that uh, they understand uh, Austin, what he did. A man's got to do what a man's got to do. But they said once the once the match is done, they'll take care of some Dudley business with Austin. I'm sure you will. Then we go backstage. He's really worried about us. <laughs> and then we go backstage with Triple H and Stephanie. As Triple H says that, uh, hey, that the... That he was on the Drew Carey show, and uh, Carey wants to do something at the Rumble. I don't remember that. I kind of do, because I remember they... I did not know he was on the Drew Carey show. He, he was with the IC title. I had quit watching Drew Carey so long that before show used that, to be good. that I did not remember that in 2001 there was still a Drew Carey show. Yeah, I was like, What? Because I remember he was on it because I remember they find him, he, he like the Drew Carey, like little nook they have, like the show up, like one this when they walk in, like he's just passed out in the, in the nook. By the way, in the streaming era where everything's available anywhere. Drew Carey's not. That's the show that time forgot. Yeah. Like, fuck, it's not available anywhere. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm yeah. not complaining. I remember the first it's couple of years. It's hard to find is who does it anyway. That's, that's what you need to watch. Great. That's, that's, what on, you, that's, that's what you need to watch. That's on the max. I know. Uh, it wasn't though. What they're I'm talking to Vince about how uh, they bring up Rock's promo about how uh, he doesn't trust Undertaker, so Vince changes the match up. It's going to be the Rock and Kane versus Rikishi. And I actually Undertaker. like this part. Uh, that's pretty cool. Actually, it's like, it's like well, fine. Then see if he likes this. I'm like, yeah. See, that's a dick fucking move. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. That fits. So it's Undertaker and Rikishi versus Kane and the Rock, and that's her next match. As Kane suplexes Rikishi. Well, it should have been Taker and Kane versus Rock and Rikishi. Yeah. But that's all right. However, they uh, commentary act like uh, Kane slammed Andre. Well, uh, Rikishi's fat. R- Undertaker tags himself in by punching Rikishi. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Uh, Undertaker with the big. I don't, I don't remember the Midnight Express doing that, but you know, it's you know, new generation. <laughs> Undertaker gives the Rock the big boot and yells old school and does that. Rock hits a string neck breaker. <laughs> what is the shit where he just yells his moves now? I don't know. I don't remember Bret Hart. Job shooter. <laughs> The fuck is this? Uh, big boot and the big leg, dude. <laughs> like, like Cena talks too much. Jesus Christ, you talk too much. What'd you say? You never shut up. A <laughs> uh, Rock and Rikishi brawl in the back outside as uh, Rikishi hits uh, Kane hits Rikishi with the bell. Rock hits the spine buster on Undertaker and waits for him to stand. Uh, instead of going for the people's elbow, he just waits to do the rock bottom. But Kane comes in and choke slams him. Undertaker then tries to hit the last ride on the rock, but yeah. can't. How do we want to say it? Can't get him up. Can't get him up. And then falls down and then has to. Let's do that spot again, brother. Because turns out Taker isn't actually strong. And hits the last ride. I'm sure the rock wasn't dying to do the move anyway. No one likes that move. No one. That move sucks. Yep. It was, it's cool. I can't believe Vince took it. I was like, Jesus, hey, Vince, the fuck. Only, the only good thing about the last ride is it doing it in video games through a table. That was fun. Um, as uh, Undertaker and Rikichi get the win, uh, we get a recap of what just happened in the match. Then we get a Crispin Wall promo as he brings out a ladder and just stands on it. The dog's outside. Ben Wall wants to show the footage of the best of the Jericho, and it's just Ben Wall beating the crap out of him. But the video is compiled with Jericho's music. That, that yeah, did. they just use the Jericho music. Yeah, uh, Benoit wants Jericho to prove him wrong. As then Jericho runs through the crowd and throws Benoit off the ladder, and Jericho hits Benoit with the ladder. 
We see the Dudley boys headed to the ring, but Edge and Christian sneak attack him and Concerto Devon and uh, lay out uh, Devon. I mean, Bubba. So Triple H, we cut him, noticing that Austin doesn't need a partner. And what should Austin do? What? What? I ha- I, I, when the match comes up... <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Bless uh, me. Bless you. As uh, when the match comes up, I'll tell you who I thought the part, who, who I thought. Road Warrior Animal. <laughs> Road Warrior Animal. As our next match, these guys, these next guys are going to finish their drugs. <laughs> Hanging out in Hawaii uh, or Japan. Uh, Hardcore Holly versus Steve Blackman. Let's finish the match from earlier. Blackman drops Holly on the top top rope multiple times. Blackman shoves the ref out of the way. Holly puts Blackman on the top rope and kicks him in the groin twice. Ouch. Holly grabs the chair, but the ref takes it away. Then the Holly then grabs the ref and throws him out of the ring. This is Teddy Long. So Teddy Long goes, fuck it, players. I'm out. Let me block you and walks up the ramp. As other refs start to come out, he goes, no, no, no. We're done here and walks up the ramp with all the other refs. Nope. We're done. Black, We're done. Blackman hits Holly with a standing scissor kick and then hits him with trash can lid. Blackman gets distracted by yelling at the refs to get back down here until Holly then hits Blackman with the street sign. Uh, we go backstage with Stephanie and Triple H as they're calling Vince to figure out Austin's match. Uh, they say if Austin can't find, uh, can ask people if they want to help, but since uh, no one, since nobody likes him and he can't trust anyone, he can go out on his own. And then Vince, hey guys, uh, since I'm not there, how's uh, Kane? Uh, how's Trish? How's S.A. Rio? <laughs> God damn it. And then that makes stuff. What did you say? Yeah, hey, there it is. Did you say Trish? Well, yes, Stephanie, because she's no longer sitting on my cock. At least, uh... Ah! But that's I think in I acted, my cock, I think Daddy. I acted about as well as she did, too. And you did. But, Daddy, that's my cock. But I like the fact that, uh... <laughs> I just like the fact Vince still knows that S.A. Rio still employed. So our next the joke is he's not. It's probably not. He's calling the names. It's probably not. All right, so our next match oh, is Hercules a, doing. <laughs> as our where's ne- the goon? <laughs> as our next match is a spanking match of Trish Stratus versus Jackie as they just fucking hit each other's straps. Uh, Jackie uh, hits the back of Trish, uh, pulls up the shirt and hits her in the back. Angle runs down and tells Jackie to stop. Trish hits Jackie with a strap. Kurt tries to pull Jackie out, but Jackie grabs Trish by the pants and pulls her pants down and straps her. And then the ring bells, and I guess she wins that way. Okay. Okay. Our next match is Kay Quick and Too Cool versus Taz and Kai and Ty. <coughs> what is this doing on Raw? Oh, okay. Um, too this feels cool. like a heat of, feud of the year match. No, this is like metal. What the fuck is happening Jesus here? Too Christ. Cool hit a heart attack on Funaki. Grandmaster Sexy with a power slam on Taz. What the hell's a heart attack? The, they, that one holds one up, and then the other guy runs off the ropes and just clotheslines. It's what the... Uh, oh, the Heart Foundation. Heart Foundation. That was our finisher. Yeah. That's Steve Biggs' first bump. There it is. In Defy. We saw it live. There it is. Scotty hits the worm on Taz, and then Taz puts K-Quick in the Taz mission for the win, and then Kai and Ty on the mic, you just became another victim. Indeed. God damn it. We go... This was so funny when I was 12. 
Right. The indeed part's so funny in my mind. It's That's very, about it. Very racist. That's that. That's it. Only the indeed but part. But he loves MLK. In the same night, my friends. In the same night. Uh, we go to Angle, backstage Angle checking on Trish as Angle is disappointed that Stephanie put Trish in this situation. So Kurt tells her to take the night off and go ice your butt. Jesus. That's basically, that's basically what he did. That's basically what he did. Oh my God. I mean, I'll help. Yeah. Be a team player, Corey. Yeah, I mean, we got a Royal Rumble flashback of the year 2000, not too long ago. And it's too cool dancing with the keys. Well, they're sure picking the best highlights to show the history of the Rumble. So if, like, from this point, so from 2001, if you had to pick your top three from previous Rumbles from before 2001, what would you have picked? Moments? Yeah. What would you have picked? If I go Brett Luger was one. Brett and Luger for a what the fuck. Um, they're not going to show the Flair one because he's in WCW, yeah. so... Hogan and Warrior face to face was the first time they did that in a rumble. And it showed like, oh crap. Okay. And then probably the Sean Foot thing from '95, showing that only one foot hit the ground. Mm, two feet. Mm, don't worry about that second foot. Mm. We don't worry about that. That guy. Kind of like how the Big Show won the 2000 rumble. There it is. Well, um, we uh, go backstage with Stephanie, t- uh, whispering something in Triple H's ear to sweet nothing. You know, gives him an idea. Uh, then, hey, guys, if you want to be tough enough, send in your uh, applications. Fuck that. Uh, Do we ever get to see uh, audition tapes on Raw or SmackDown? Yeah, but not until after we're done. Damn it. We get a... Uh, I might rewatch that again. Earlier tonight, we see China accepting the um, challenge by Ivory, but then we go to New York as the one Billy Gunn is there. Court. Bam. Bam. Thank you. Come on, somebody, a pal, come out to that music <laughs> one time. Uh, Billy Gunn's there. He <laughs> thinks it's too soon for China to be back in the ring, but all she knows. So do we. <laughs> uh, all he knows is that China will beat the hell out of her, and he can't wait to get his hands on the RTC in the Rumble because he's gonna win it. Mm-hmm. Wishful thinking. So our next match. Uh, oh, we see earlier today as Edge and Christian attacked the Dudleys as. Team Eck is headed to the ring. So our next match... Have you, heard, have you ever heard Cornette just rail about how stupid that Team Charito movie is? It is, really. Oh, my God. Because why it. does she render you dead? He hates it so much. It should render you dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it takes you off air for like a month and a half. Uh, so as we see Team Mac headed to the ring. So our next match is going to be Stone Cold and if he had found any partners versus Edge and Christian and Angle. So. Say What? Angle, uh, as Austin's there, he comes out first, which is, you know, un-Austin-like. As, but he has a smile on his face as... He paid for chronic. <laughs> well... <laughs> that was the better deal they got. They, well, the WDF version of chronic is the APA <laughs> comes out. However... To be fair. When the, seat, when the segment with Stephanie and Triple H in the back as she is giving him ideas to, you know, how to provoke Austin... I, my mind went straight to, oh, Triple H is one of the partners. I thought so, too, but then I thought, no, they're not going to do that because they just switched yeah. the tag match in the, the middle of that to a heel-face dynamic. I wasn't thinking so. that, so I was just like, ah, oh, Triple H be the partner, and that's the way to provoke, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like, it makes sense. reach your hand out, pull it back. Reach your hand out, pull it back. But that's provoking. So, but I just thought, okay, it'll be Triple H will be the, 
tag partner, but no, it's the APA. Uh, Bradshaw with a fallaway slam on Christian. Uh, APA with a double spine buster. Not as good as Halls. Yeah, a double spine buster by APA to Edge. Sack of shit. Farouk with a power slam to Edge, and it looked pretty sloppy and dangerous. Edge hits Angle with the spine no, buster. No, he just, he wasn't protecting him. It was a difference. There it is. <laughs> Edge and Christian tried. He just was slamming as hard as he could. <laughs> Edge and Christian try to concerto Austin, but he ducks. I wonder you don't say. APA chase Edge and <laughs> Christian didn't away. Take that move. Austin hits a superplex, as then Triple H comes out to the stage as ref is distracted by Triple H. Angle. That was my thing. Why the fuck would the ref care? Yep. As Angle low blows Austin. Angle with the overhead suplex, over the head, belly to belly for a two. Austin hits the Luthez press. He goes for the double axe handle. Uh, Angle goes for the double axe handle, but Austin stuns him for the win. As then Triple H uh, walks down the ramp. Triple H says it's been a very, been a long year. Triple H just crippled him, put him on the shelf, made him bleed, hit him with a steel pipe. Let's say it's been a long year. We're like the... 15th of January. <laughs> Jesus. I think, he, I think he's going to a year before. Okay. As Triple H is going to kick Austin's ass tonight as Triple H gives Austin the first punch as Triple H tries to provoke him. Hit he, me. He was good here. Hit me. This was really good and this Austin was, was really good here. Yep. Hit me. Hit me, you coward. Hit me. Austin then goes and grabs a chair and Austin, Austin teases uh, to hit it, but he just flips off Triple H. Austin walks up the ramp as Triple H is like, come on, you coward. Come on, you big pussy. Ooh. That look Austin that, gave. I mean, that look Austin gave was damn. I mean, that was perfect. Like, what? I don't like. That may have been a shoot, brother. Yeah. He's like, what, motherfucker? What did you just call me? As then Austin heads back down. Because they got the crowd going, ooh. I got the crowd. But then Austin runs back down to the, down to the ring. But as he gets in, Angle Olympic slams Triple H. To not let them touch, but then Austin stuns Angle. That last part was really good. It was. It was really strong. Too bad strong. it's not uh, Triple H versus Austin the way you, though, huh? Yeah, I know. Hmm, weird. Notice and the world champ is just kind of there. Yep. For over 50 years. For over fucking company, dude. For over fifty years. I imagine, can't say that before. Yeah, imagine if we were building a Triple H in Austin right now. How great that would be. Like before uh for the Attitude Era, they, you know, the world champ was the number one star. I mean, Bruno was undisputedly the guy. Just killing the bed, bro. I know. <laughs> For over 50 Man. years, just killing the bed. I mean, Pedro was so hot, they had to take the title just, off him. He just Stephanie McMahon me. He just, he just emasculated me. I, I know. I Live know. on air. I'm sorry. Sir. In this very room. I just really wanted to bring this factoid up. Pedro was so hot, they had to take the belt off him. Yep. Because the Puerto Rican fans... Were like legitimately like knifing or attempting to knife the, the challengers, so they were like, "Look, we have to take the belt off this motherfucker." That's how hot he was, and that's how Bruno got his second run. He's like, "Dude, we got we can't keep him champ. He girls are going to die." Too bad he was about fifteen years too early because Piper would have relished that. He was right. like. All day long, baby. <laughs> yeah. All day long. He'd, he'd have been instigating. So Absolutely, much. dude. Come on, full goalie gear. Have you ever seen... <laughs> dude, it, the, the video quality is terrible because VCRs weren't really a thing in the nope. mid-70s. There's some footage exists still of Piper in Los Angeles. And you know the Latino crowd there. Feuding with Chavo Guerrero. This is where he plays the anthem. La Cucaracha. Yeah. He, has, uh, he says some stuff in promos that... Oh, it's, it's rough. In 1975... I've heard it. Yeah. Mm. Imagine, you, ever, you ever seen that, Joe? 
Mm-mm. Imagine him in New York with Pedro. Dude, it was so great. <laughs> oh my god. He would have jacked off on the Puerto Rican flag <laughs> and just <laughs> You know, I've heard uh, that Piper promo and I'm like, oh whoa. my god. <laughs> <laughs> Even in 1975 standards, it was pushing it. It was like, whoa. Archie Bunker's like, bro. He said what? Bro. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're an all-star? Yeah. Uh, so, guys. Nitro. I like Nitro better. Nitro. Nitro was yeah. a good show. I thought Nitro was reasonably better than Raw. Raw, Raw was, wasn't bad. I didn't care for it much. The first 30 minutes bad. were bad. It went forever. After that, it picked up. I will say. Too little, too late. And then that final segment... Was money the ending part for the wrong uh, match? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's go to the ratings. Let's see if uh, I'm curious how the Sid thing, right? Did and so, word of Goldberg. So last week WCW got two point one. Go up to four. Goldberg's up there. WJF <laughs> got a four point eight. This week WCW two point six five. They made some news. So, yeah, I have looked up the last time it was at at least 2.6. Ooh, I'm intrigued. Uh, hold on. Uh, March of last year. I'm going to guess April of 99. No, way off. Okay. November 13th of 2000. Okay. Oh, I couldn't oh, remember bad. when they were started. Because they've hovered around two for so long. Like, they got 2.9 in, in September of 2000. Okay. okay. So, but 2.6 is the last high okay. that they've gotten. Okay. And the main event for that night, guys, we're going to have ourselves a little Le- London Lethal Lottery tag team tournament. Oh, London shows. With those Scott and Sting defeating Those Australian shows fucking yep. were great shows. Yeah. Yep, those were hot. So that was the last time 2.6. So All right. So what did, what did Raw get? They went up. Raw got a 5.2. Oh, there's that. Yep, there you go. Yep. The lead. So, so it's a good Rumble. week. Good, good, good week. Good week. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go to our favorite part of the show, guys. It's the award show. Let's start off with best match. You know, I'm going to go, I thought it might be a dark horse, but I doubt it. I'm going to go uh, Filthy Animals and Three Count. I enjoyed it. That's the kind of breakneck. Now, why are you saying it's a dark horse? Because I figured I'd be the only one. Oh, Jesus. Because mm. <laughs> it needs to be Is it picking my cotton. The animals no, are in it? No, I was with you with Three Count and the Filthy Animals. I'm not. I went the Nash versus Diner. That was my other option. That it's crowd funny. was hot to, for it's that funny. match. Nothing from Raw was on my list, and um, not everything. But it wasn't terrible. You don't matches. think from Raw was egregious? No, I just. I, mean, I don't ever rate the the strat. You know the spank. Well, yeah, I don't ever yeah. rate that shit. But yeah. like, if I had to pick one from Raw, it might have been that tag match with uh, the four Kane Taker. Only for uh, Taker's tag. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> uh, yak match of the night. I mean, franchise versus that record. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that match. Yes. Yep. In every iteration it's ever been in. Who's your MVP? Kevin Nash. I was going to say Kevin Nash Kevin is my Nash. MVP. The that killer. dude. So it's like, obviously, like, I wonder if this was the plan or if, like, he saw what happened with Sid. He was like, well, someone's got to step up now. Yep, it's uh, my turn now. And, uh, 
He's just a different star, man. He just matters. In the last, since about He just has. Since he came back in the New Blood feud. It was May. Something like that, yeah. 2000. I mean, he was there the night Mac Awesome showed up, but then, like, when he was weekly. coach and. Yeah. Yeah. Since he came back, remember the Sexecutioner? He would just beat up the New Blood all by himself. Yeah. From that time frame, he has been the most over wrestler by far in WCW. Even when Goldberg and Hogan and all them were still there, yep. he was by far the most over. He's so over. And the crowd loves that and dude. And he's more over now in 2001 yeah. than he was then. Uh, well, I mean, like, go back to when he debuted, right? I mean, Hall made such no, but it was to build to him. Yep, he was the second one. Two weeks later. Like, it's nuts. People love to downplay Kevin Nash nowadays. Look at the adjective. Right. Because of the uh, vanilla midget comment. Yep. And the fact that he probably shouldn't have been the guy that broke Goldberg's streak. And the finger poke of doom. Which we defended. And we proved it did not hurt It did not hurt It was a great story time for five months. Yep. And the fact that he was a, a really low uh, grossing champ in WF, but... You put anybody with the belt in '95, and it's going to struggle. That I mean, the, he gets a real bad rap. Yeah. He's at, and to the point where, with serious fans, no, I almost say he's underappreciated. He's not now. a saint. No fuck no. Here I mean, go. and don't be the first to tell you he's not. He's you know pushed he, himself probably a little too much. He's the smartest man in wrestling uh, besides Jeff Jarrett for a reason. Say, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, yeah, 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 be yeah. careful. Like, he, he's Who cuts the old kabong out of nowhere here? He's going to get himself <laughs> over first and foremost, as any wrestlers should be the point. But uh, he's underappreciated at this point. And but, but what he needs to do business, he does business. Yeah. And I will say this. Go to that Rumble spot with Ray. Yep. He's better in the ring than people ever give him credit for. I mean, he's no miracle worker. So but for a big guy. Real good big man worker. For a big guy, he's a really good worker. And always was. I've always defended Kevin Nash. I've always been like, no, you guys are out to lunch. But you know what? Whatever. He's definitely my MVP. Now, uh, on the other end. Who's yours, Joe? Uh, mine's Nash. Here's Nash. Oh. I almost, I almost gave it to Jarrett for laying the guitar. <laughs> so on good, the, yeah. So good. My favorite memory. He never beat me. Never beat me. It's so good, dude. <laughs> so good. Who is your motive? The Rock for me. He had a terrible fucking night. Yep, I was gonna say I hated. This sucked. I hated that promo with a passion. And I called it before we started. I was like, I know what he's gonna do, and it's fucking gross. Yep. And his match was eh. He didn't. He doesn't really matter of the match. He clearly did not want to take that fucking tombstone or the power. power Just the right call. Ride. That's the yeah. right call, by the way. But but holy, you're the rock for me. Motive. Yep. Easily for me. Um, Shane Douglas. He was on my screen. I mean, there it is. He was on my screen. Uh, WTF. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, this is the first time in a long time, and I mean a long time, that I'm going to say from a personal perspective, not a business perspective, from a personal perspective. I'm a, at least for the week. I'm a little higher on WCW than I am WWE. I am. I, I'm. I, I'm with you on that. I see light. Like where, whereas WF isn't by no means bad. It was a fine raw. They're going into one of their surefire shows of the year. Yeah. It's really hard to fuck up a Rumble pay per view until 2014, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> until then. Uh, but uh, I like stuff. I like the direction from WCW. That's that's I'm, mine. That's mine too. Like the fact that WCW was actually entertaining to the point where even they're one of not one of their most infamous pay per views for a bad reason. 
was actually okay. I mean, it over-delivered. Over-delivered, yes. And if you go back to the last week's midweek, I think we marked out for like two. Yeah, yeah you guys weren't feeling it. And I, I hadn't watched the show in years, but I remember thinking, but it's not that bad. tend to over-deliver when we... Because I think, I, if that. I recall... <laughs> You marked, uh, Booble marked out for the first match like I did, and, and then the main event. And, the main event. Yeah, and then that was it for me. Well, let's not, I mean, let's be honest. It benefited from the fact that we had low expectations yep. for it. Mm-hmm. But it still over delivered and was a good show. But, but, like, it's also the fact that you had a good show on the pay per view, and then you had a good show on the, minus them showing the goddamn <laughs> Sid shit. Everything was good. You know, and it's two out of three good pay per views in a row now, because, like, Mayhem was a good show. Mm hmm. Starcade sucked. I mean, fucking Starcade was abysmal. But then Sin was a good took show. Took a shit in the memory of Starcade with that oh show. Oh my god. So let's, uh, you know, I've got hope for Super Brawl Revenge. Let's see what happens. My WTF is, uh, I, we answered our own question earlier in the night, but where the fuck has this prick flare been? Oh my god. What a, like, you know, <sighs> guys, you know, guys, let me, I'm not. I would say I'm not the biggest Ric Flair fan in the world. It's a fair statement, I would say. I would say that's fair. <laughs> um, but God, this was so much better than he's what he's been. Oh this wasn't God. hostage flare reading. I mean, he can't yeah. breathe Hello for some reason. And but. welcome to the show. Yeah, I mean, for some reason that's a that's a worry. But <laughs> he, remi- he reminded me of 2014 Brock, where after three minutes of the match, he was all purple and barely moving. I was like, Flair, you're you're cutting a promo. <laughs> you're gassed. Uh, all that's, right, that's not a good sign. Not a great sign. Somebody call a doctor. Hello and so welcome to Francois Petit. Hello yeah. and welcome to Thunder, the greatest Thunder of all time. Yeah, at but, least we don't have fucking animatronic flair anymore. <laughs> so that's mine. Mine is the fact that it's a great show, but it, like if I had a, my one B is them fucking showing Sid's leg break ten different ways. I defended it. I know he did, but I digress. Vince is a coward. Coward. As we're moving on to the midweek war series, as we will mark out Noso for the Royal Rumble. Jeez, I wonder. No sell. No sell. Yeah. Right. Sure, I'm, sure, bro. I'm sure one match will be a no sell, but that's, you know. Oh. So we will move on to that as in uh, this upcoming week. We'll wow. be doing the uh, pay-per-view war stories for the Royal Rumble. But you should go back and listen to what we thought of Sin. And, and if you don't, you're going to hell. Or your leg's going to snap. One of the two. <laughs> but I digress. But you can go to nosellentertainment.com. <laughs> that's right. Nosellentertainment.com where you find all the blogs, all the podcasts, all the POW tickets. You can find us all on the social medias. You can find us on the Instagram, the Twitter, and the Facebook. You can find all of us on the socials. You can find us at NoSellENT. Give us a follow, a thumbs up, a thumbs down, a, a comment, a request, a foot, middle finger, up to you, depending on what you feel that day. You can listen to us on Apple Podcast, Spotify. Baby. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 